Hi, uh, we're going to start off by not doing programming so much as uh, getting some resources for your programmings. A number of people have asked me about this. Um, I actually like to use GIMP.org. It's an open source uh, program that you can download for any platform right here. Um, once you've installed it uh, and started running, the first time it'll take a while because it takes a look at all your fonts, but then it'll open up quicker after that. I'm going to go ahead and make a new one, and I'm just making an icon, so 200 by 200, maybe larger, maybe 400 by 400 would be good. You can always scale it down later, and you can change the view size too by changing this, but just make it 100% for now. And you'll notice that uh, we've got the tool options here, and we've got our layers here. So this is our background layer. And uh, we're going to select a color here to fill it up with something uh, other than white. Because I'm going to have a dark background where I'm going to use this icon. So I'm going to do something dark. You can pick different colors like this or from here. Let's just uh, do that one for now. And uh, you can uh, just put this little bucket tool and color it dark. And then I'm going to add a layer on top of that and we want it transparent and I think I'm going to call this one the eye layer so we're going to draw my eyes and uh, eyes are round so we're going to use a selection tool and uh, let's just uh, make a big eye there I can make it a little bit more oval by pulling it this way and I'm going to go ahead and uh, fill that up with the background color, which is still white, as you can see here. And uh, let's see, what can we do? Uh, we can move this around, um, or make it smaller, or just start brand afresh, making a second eye. And I kind of want the eyes of a frog, kind of an idea. How about like that? I don't know. I'm just uh, putting around here. And of course you can put a little nice outline on these as well. Um, there's this nice little feature here called uh, Stroke Selection. And we can make it stroke a solid color. Uh, but it's, since my color is still red, I didn't see it. Uh, we can always undo or uh, this defaults to black and white here if I press this little icon. And let's try that again. Let's uh, stroke the selection. We could do it with the solid color with a fixed width of line, like that. Or you could use it as a brush. If I just do Control Z to undo that and show you what the brush looks like, uh, we can select a uh, brush. And in fact, the brush dynamics is kind of fun to do sometimes, too. You sort of see how it runs out of ink over here. But I don't want that right now. Uh, we can just do uh, stroke and um, without the brush dynamics, looks more fuzzy. And uh, I lost the selection of the other eye, but I can get it back with this tool here. If I click this, I got my nice oval selected again. And I can do that same stroke. There we go. 
Now let's put some pupils on these things by doing the brush tool. And then the brushes are here. You can have hard edges, light edges. I'm going to do a nice hard edge. And see how the size? Uh, it's 20, which is kind of long. I guess that's pretty good. But you can always adjust the size of this and invent your own brushes too. But I'm just going to do that. And it didn't draw on that because it's not selected. This is like a protection. Uh, let me do an undo here. See, if I draw out here, it doesn't do anything. But as soon as it goes in the selected, it starts drawing it. And that kind of protects your work. Uh, I'm going to head and select inside that other oval now. And then I'm going to do that same trick. I don't like that. I'm going to undo that again. I kind of like how you... Oh, I bumped on that one too. There we go. Hmm. I guess this is going to be a small icon. I might as well make them big. All right. I'm being a perfectionist. Okay, I should stop. Stop. All right. Uh, let's make the body now. Oh, I wanted to tell you how you could take off the... You could turn off the um, background. When it's checkerboard, that means it's going to be transparent. Uh, but the contrast is good when you're drawing it. Uh, next, I think I want to do the uh, the head. And that's just going to be another uh, oval. But I want to put that on its own layer and merge them later. Uh, I'm going to put the uh, head on its own layer. And you'll see why, because I want to rotate it. Um, make sure you selected the head so the drawing goes on the head. And turn off all that selection stuff so it can draw anywhere now. And now let's just make a big on oval. And uh, let's see, we'll make that one green, I think. I'm going to make a nice dark green. And we'll fill up that selection. Or maybe I should show you how to do a gradient tool. That would be fun. Uh, let's undo that. We could turn a beginning and an end green. Let's make another color that's a similar green, but darker as the background. And there's this nice little gradient tool. So when you click and draw, it'll go from light to dark. And you can change the direction of where you let go to get the different effects there. And in fact, uh, there's all sorts of other other types of gradients uh, that are nonlinear too. Here's a bilinear one. So you can experiment with that. A lot of fun. Uh, let's do the radial, maybe. That makes it more round. Yeah, there we go. So the highlight, since my light one is the first, that's what's going to go first. So if I want the light from above, I'll start from above like that. I guess we'll just do it like that, maybe. 
Okay, uh, let's see. I think I also want to rotate this. So uh, let's see the rotation tool. That's this one over here. So if I were to, uh, oh, I have to also take off my selection. I want to rotate this whole image. I'm only going to rotate this part. But I want to align it with the eyes. So I do want to see the eyes as I'm rotating it, I think. So let's rotate it around uh, here, the middle of the object, and uh, play around with the angle. And I'm going to line up the eyes with these gray lines. That looks pretty good. But I want the eyes on top. So that I can do by just dragging the layer above. And now the eyes are on top. And in fact, I probably want to move this a little bit. This little uh, arrow tool is how I do that. So there we go. And then of course we need a mouth, don't we? Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a little bit of a use the oval as a guide because I want a nice roundy curve and uh, while that's on there I'm going to select uh, probably just a, a I'll switch around the the darker colors and to turn on my paintbrush. And there we go. And then we take that off. Uh, maybe I should have done that in red. Well, you know, you could do that. We can select, you know, there's the magic selection. Here's also this color selection. If I click here, um, it detected this as the same green. And you can actually adjust uh, the threshold so it's a little bit more finicky or less finicky. Almost. There we go. It's separated. So now I'm going to try ahead and use, uh, maybe I'll do lipstick here. Something red. And I'll brush that on here. There we go. And we'll just say uh, none. So now we have our image. Um, that would be how it looks on a background, but I don't want to save with the background. If you did a save, it'll want to save it with all the layers information, which is good for editing, but not really great for um, um, not really great for uh, export into your application. You usually want a GIF file or a PNG file that has a transparent layer. JPEGs do not. So what we'll do is we'll just do an export and uh, you could change it to uh, anything you like by just typing in what you want. I could make that a GIF by putting GIF there. Oops. Um, and of course, uh, try to save. All right, so let's cancel this. 
or just crop what we can't see. That sounds good. And um, there we have it as a GIF file. And if you take a look, uh, I'm not sure exactly where I put it. Did I put it on the desktop? I'll export another one. This one I'll make uh, PNG. Oh, I put it in documents. I see. PNG. And when you do as a PNG, uh, it wants to know some other things you can control. And we'll just press export. By the way, if you are doing iTunes apps, uh, their icons typically you don't want to have the transparent layer on it. You have to remove the transparent layer, like for icons or for um, splash screens. And that's for that. I'll show you another trick how you can use clip art in a sec. A lot of times uh, you just want to make, make a cartoon or use a, a small picture of an item uh, without drawing it completely from scratch like we last did. Like for instance, if I want to do a uh, an anvil and look at some images here. See these are people are uh, not, it's not clip art, this is an actual uh, sales thing. So um, if I just take a little picture here, I'll tell you how you can grab it and clean it up. Um, there it is. This is a nice little bit of clip art. And I'm just going to uh, save the image. And I do save image as so I can find it later. Just going to put it on the desktop. Uh, and well, and Bill. There we go. And um, then I'm just going to minimize that for now. And <coughs> go back to GIMP. And um, I can actually, um, if I need it to be uh, like 200 by 200, I can make a new image. That's uh, 200. Oops. Uh, by 200. And then I can actually open as a layer that image that I just shaved, uh, saved rather. Um, there it is. And you'll see it doesn't fit, but that's okay on my, on my anvil layer. And under layers, I can just uh, scale that down um, to the uh, image style size, which is 200. By 200. If I actually have a different shape that's not square, um, I could separate this and then make it any size I want to. But now it's all fit inside of my um, my little icon size. But I notice that the background is not transparent. So I have to make sure that uh, we have transparency layer on this image. So I'm going to make sure and add an alpha channel that'll make a transparent image. And then I, what I need to do now is to erase this stuff, um, which you can't see that I've erased it because my background image is showing. And now you can see what I've erased. But there's probably an easier way of doing that. Uh, there's this nice little fuzzy select tool. 
And if I click on the white around it, um, I can now use my eraser. And I can make the brush even bigger. Whee! And uh, just erase all I like. And uh, that's using a hard, ed hard edge tool. If I used a, uh, a softer brush, you can sort of see that might make a, a little bit of a nicer uh, white edge around it. But you'll notice that I can now use this anvil uh, in uh, my programs and it'll blend in with the background since it has a transparent um, uh, background. So all I have to do is export that as a GIF and I'm done. If I want to make sure that I don't have anything uh, missing with the erasures and since white was part of the background it might be nicer to actually make a dark background just to see the contrast. I can uh, fill in this background with black and I could sort of see and uh, blow up if I wanted to hand touch in some of this. That's a little bit too much. <laughs> there we go. Uh, if you wanted to go around the image. Sometimes I have to soften it up. There's a nice little water tool here um, with a smaller brush. Um, let's make the brush uh, smaller. I'm just type in uh, 10 here. Um, and I can just sort of blend it a little bit. I have to be on the image there and you can sort of see you can blend that in nicer so it looks a little bit more natural blending with the edges and that'll clean it up those little jaggedy edges that you sometimes get all right well you get the idea just tracing around the edge making it smoother looking And it'll look funny if I don't finish it, so forgive me. You get the idea. All right. So back to original size. So that looks pretty good. I don't want to save it with the background, so I'm going to turn that off and go ahead and do a file export and I'll call that Anvil. Now sometimes you, you don't want a photorealistic thing there. Sometimes you just want a cartoon version of the Anvil and a lot of times you can just trace over this. I'll show you what I mean. I'm going to make that a little bit larger and I'm going to make a new layer transparent background and I'm going to oops, select this this is I'm going to call trace and my trace layer I'm going to go ahead and trace around this and uh, in fact uh, using the brush tool here and a smaller brush uh, let's see, I guess we'll just use a nice hard edge and uh, make that a smaller brush, even smaller, maybe 
How's that size? That's still a little thick. Maybe just type in five. There we go. Um, and let me zoom in on an edge. Let's get a little bit larger still. So I'm going to uh, press this brush tool. You could use a pencil tool too, but uh, I just clicked it for the point. Now I'm going to hold down the shift key to draw a nice straight line. And I'm still holding down the shift key and I'm just clicking the corners to get this nice little edge. And if I just go around the image, holding down the shift key, I get these nice clean edges. And because I have the brush tool, if I just make short little things, the roundness kind of, even though these are technically straight lines, as soon as I get to a straight line, you could, uh, and you could make some artistic decisions to hack off what you want to. Um, and gotta move that a little to scroll down a little bit here. I'm just going to go all the way around. And again, with the curvy one, I'm still using straight lines, just shorter lengths. And when I get uh, to straighter ones, I can make them longer lengths. There we go. And when you turn that off, you get the beautiful outline of this little anvil. And in fact, if I just turn that back on and put in some key features, uh, like for instance, uh, this roundy edge here, And then I can fill it in with an absolute color, uh, like a gray, um, down here maybe. And I can fill that in. And it looks a little bit more cartoony. Maybe make the top one a little slightly darker. There we go. And you can do that for a lot of things. I've had a lot of excess, success using even um, uh, photographs of insects, and I just trace around the insect, and I make a cartoon insect, but it's all the correct proportions. It makes uh, for uh, quick and easy and uh, pain-free cartoon versions uh, that work really well. Uh, for instance, if you want a dropping anvil on your um, on your uh, uh, your game, you can make this. Uh, this image attached to the icon. So we'll just export that as usual. Well, I hope you can play around with this. Um, I'll call this one Cartoon Anvil. Maybe Cartoon Anvil. And uh, we could doctor that up. You don't want to watch me do that, but <laughs> you get the idea. Have a lot of fun. Uh, you can grab images. Uh, you can make them things from scratch. Uh, the more time you waste, the more you discover that this is a very complex program, but um, uh, it does it very well. And, of course, the price is right. It's absolutely free. Good luck to you.